0: Hey, Potters! Welcome to episode 194 of CosPod, the podcast for all things cosplay. As you can tell by my voice, this is not Amber introducing the episode. This is Valerie. Unfortunately, Amber is feeling a bit under the weather today, so she's not able to make it. So you're stuck with me for the next 30 minutes. Insert evil laugh here. We're going to have fun. We will do our best to go forward and make sure that this is still a fun and interesting episode. I'm hoping with our topic that it will be something that we've kind of had in the back for a little while, and am kind of excited to talk about it. So uh, before we get into our main topic, per usual, it's cosplay updates. And my cosplay update is kind of sitting over here very awkwardly because YouTube is not letting me use the full width of my camera. Thanks, YouTube. But it's here! It's a dress on a dress form. Well, a top and a bottom with a floofy skirt. But yeah, um, my latest project that I've been working on is now complete. Huzzah. Uh, finished it a couple of days ago. It was just doing a little bit of cleanup here and there, nothing too crazy crazy. Um, but this it was originally going to be my Sleeping Beauty Disney bound outfit for the uh, Mickey's Halloween party. But I'm opting to not bring it because it's all made out of satin, which is a nice polyester, which doesn't really breathe. So even though the skirt only hits to my knees and like I got straps on this sucker, so at least my shoulders would be bare. Yeah, it's still going to be really warm and I don't think this is going to be very comfortable. So I am opting. Do not take this with me. I will wear it another time. There will be plenty of opportunities for me to wear this in the future, and that'll be fine. I'm just happy that it's done. Um, Unfortunately, I can't show an image of this because I no longer have the ability to screen share. Huzzah! (laughs) But it's based off of a Barbie doll from 1959 called Suburban Shopper. It's got a similar silhouette, similar design. I saw it, and I was immediately like, I think I can make this happen and this was the result. Um, I did some differences to the bodice so that way it was a little bit more tailored to me. Remove some of the stripes both from the bodice and from the skirt so that way it fit my figure a bit better because I felt like too many stripes was going to put people's eyes in different directions. I didn't want them to go. Of course, my dress form decides it wants to slide down. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Um, and then I did some cool little detailing work, which if you see my Instagram, you can kind of see it here, too. Did some lovely top stitching because I am all about that top stitching life in as many decorative ways as possible. And I totally need to get a new dress form, even though this dress form is like only two years old. Go faith. Um But yeah. And I made sure to keep the top and the bottom separate because my initial thought was this is so much fabric to work with, even with all the stripes on it. It might be kind of cool to, like, separate them and put, like, a cute T-shirt on that had a cool print on it that kind of related to Sleeping Beauty, something like that. But overall, I mean, I really like it. It was a fun project. I've got more on the way already. (laughs) This has been kind of helping me kickstart and get back into sewing again, which was kind of nice. Like, I missed sewing. Go fig. Haven't been able to do it in a while. And then I made this. Yay. So now I'm sitting here thinking, okay, what am I going to take with me on my Halloween party trek? <laughs> I don't know what to do now. <laughs> Cosplay plate, per usual. But um, yeah, this is pretty much what I've got. It's done. Huzzah. Check the Instagram out because that's where all the details will be. Hello, chat, by the way. Hi, you have missed nothing. I have just begun. Welcome to the insanity. It's just me. Woohoo! Be sure to include your thoughts as much as you can, and I'll be reading them as soon as I can possibly do so. Like I said, the nice thing with this new YouTube setup is that at least the chat is on the same screen, so I don't have to go tabbing back and forth. That's about the the only benefit right now. (laughs) That's all I got. All right, so... Let flip over here, make sure I get my other notes up. Yay! But yeah, this is this is it for the cosplay updates. Huzzah. I don't know if Amber has been working on anything. If she has been, uh, she will definitely share next time. And then as far as CosPod updates, uh, we don't have any conventions in the works for the time being. We may show up to Anime Fest in a couple of weeks. My work schedule is still incredibly hectic that it's not allowing me to go Almost full time, like I have been in years past, um, we didn't apply for press this year because neither one of us really knew what our work schedules were going to be like. Maybe we'll go. Maybe we won't go. If I show up, it'll only be for a couple of hours and because it's very sporadic and hey, I just happened to have the time off. So here I am. Um, but if we do, we'll make sure we post it on social. We'll try to get as much video as we possibly can. Really want to beef up more of our um uh, Panel library on YouTube, so we'll fingers crossed that we can make it, but if not, it is what it is. So, on that front, though, we don't have any other conventions listed for the rest of the year. If you guys can think of any others that we should look at or maybe should invest some time in, please let us know because we would really like to go to some other things. If you have suggestions, like send them in to us. We will definitely look into them. Yeah, we thought about doing Anime Dallas for a day. We didn't hear good things about it last year. But given that it's local, that does give us a little bit more leeway. Um, And they are not Anime Dallas in particular, but we have seen like the posts and like the media requests for the two newer conventions that are coming to the DFW area next year. So we're throwing in our hat on those to try to get some press pages. So at least we have a couple things lined up for next year. It's just the rest of the year, not so much. So yeah, we'll send the suggestions. We'll look into them truthfully. Anything that seems totally feasible to us and that we can make happen, we're going to try and make happen. In theory, things will slow down eventually, and we can actually enjoy life. Maybe, sorta. I don't know. (laughs) So our main topic is being eco-friendly in cosplay. What are some ways to make your cosplay hobby more quote-unquote green? Is it possible to make your cosplay more environmentally conscious? And the answer is absolutely. It's something that both Amber and I have been practicing for years without really putting like an official name on it. And with the continued drive towards reducing our waste and recycling, we want to share our tips and highlight how you can have eco-friendly cosplays. Sounds pretty simple, straightforward, and I think we both have some really cool and fun ideas to make your cosplays more engaging, more useful, and more recyclable. So we're going to use the formula of reduce, reuse, recycle to kind of break down our tips because I'm a nerd and I need order and structure. So let's talk about reducing, minimizing the waste that you are collecting and outputting. How can you do this with cosplay? For me, one of the easiest things that you can do is with your mock-up fabric. Now, I am a huge fan and supporter of mock-ups because I think that they are necessary to creating your final garment. Because if anything, with the mock-ups, it lets you figure out where the problems are, what you need to do to ensure that your final fashion fabric is just the way that you need it to be. Because it's definitely very wasteful and very expensive to keep cutting into your fashion fabric over and over and over again before you realize what the mistakes are. And then you finally realize four versions later, oh, well, that doesn't work. <laughs> it it ends up being more of a waste because you didn't take the time to find out what the mistakes were in your mock-up. So what can you do to make your mock-up more recyclable friendly, well, you could use your lining. The lining that's going to be inside your garment can be your mock-up. Cut the fabric just a little bit more than you usually would think of, and then you realize, oh, hey, if I just take this in, do this little bit, if I do that on my final fabric, I'm done. That way you're taking the lining and you're transforming it into your final piece. You're not having to use as much fabric in the process. Uh, Lester Candy saying that she's done some upcycling with turning an old cosplay into something new and that's always a good way to save money and that's my suggestion for the recycling session is uh, upcycling it. Taking some pieces and parts from another costume and then integrating it into a new cosplay piece. That's a great way to recycle your cosplay. So the next suggestion I have to reducing your waste is to pick fabrics that have a higher or 100% natural fiber content like cotton and silk. They can be more expensive to get like the true natural, natural fibers, but they have a healthier shelf life. And if you do end up having to recycle those or having to throw those out over time, they break down with more ease than a polyester fabric. So it's better to think of natural fabrics, natural fibers, versus the polyester and the synthetic stuff. Another way to reduce your waste is you can wear the same costume multiple times to various conventions. You're not gonna be mocked or shamed for doing this and you don't have to make a new costume for every event that you attend. If you want to, totally cool. We're not gonna say you shouldn't do that because I know I have a very bad habit of doing that. But if you spent so much time and love in your costume, it's okay to wear it multiple times, I promise you this. It's a good way to reduce the amount of waste that you're producing by rewearing your costumes. Uh, another one, and this is one that I'm very guilty of, but I've been getting better about it, it's curbing your impulse to buy materials when they're on sale if you're not planning to use them in the immediate future because you're just bulking up the waste in your personal stash. Unless it's something that you buy often, like for me it's white cotton, you're just adding to the waste pile. So. Don't add unless you know that you're planning on using it. Sales are great, but make sure you use those monies and funds for when you need it. Uh, When it comes to painting or dyeing something, try natural sources. You can use things that you find in nature to make your own paints and dyes, and they do work. You do have to do a little bit of finagling, like using some vinegar and salt to make sure that the paints and the dyes stick to your materials, but it's all natural content. So you just get leaves, twigs, berries, whatever. That's how people used to dye things. Um, you check out Shibori, for example. We have a panel video on our YouTube channel that covers it. It is a great technique. I definitely recommend using it, um, it's wonderful for any of those type of rugged and realistic cosplays that you're trying to do. Or even if you're trying to like dirty up a costume, using natural dyes and paints is a great way of adding to that effect. Something else that you can also reduce is your aerosol usage, such as spray paints. Yes, it can take longer to hand paint things, but it is completely and totally possible to make something look smooth without using spray paint. I have done it multiple times, I'm not a personal fan of spray paint because I'm just not very clean with it, but I do use a lot of reusable sponge brushes and silk brushes, nice bristles on it, and it looks really nice and clean and smooth. It's totally doable, it just takes a little bit longer. And then my last tip for reducing is keep your supplies organized. It's a very simple trick. But it helps you see everything that you have, what your stash is, and then you'll realize, oh, there are my scissors. I don't need to buy another set or I don't need to buy more of this blue thread when I have five of them all ready to go. Simple organization will help save you a ton of time, a ton of trouble and a ton of money because you're not having to buy more of the same stuff. And from Lester Candy, I heard of fabric recycling programs. Yes, there are a couple of programs. Um, you do have to kind of do a little bit of hunting and searching for them. They are out there. I've used a few of them um, in our area. We have two of them in Denton, and they'll take just about anything. Really nice programs, and they do everything from, like, the big pieces of fabric to scraps of fabric. They'll even take scraps of um. Embroidery materials or um, like buttons, zippers, just any crafting material, um, they've taken like half skeins of yarn. Like a lot of those places will just take whatever crafting scraps that you have and they'll use it for either after school programs, kids programs, library programs. Sometimes they'll donate it to theaters and churches if they need it for any reason. So it's kind of cool, too. It's a good way to recycle your content. Okay, so next stage is reusing. Using your materials again and again to get the most out of them. Probably the easiest way of doing this, and I'm still kind of surprised some people don't know, warbler scraps. You can totally reuse warbler scraps, and it's super, super simple. You just heat up the scraps until they're all nice and mushy, you squish them together into a ball, and then you roll it flat with a rolling pin, and you have a sheet of warble. Is it going to be as amazing and smooth as the first initial sheet? No. Will it still act and work just like warble? Absolutely. You're going to have to prime that sucker before you do anything to it anyway to make it nice and smooth again. Don't waste the warpless scraps, you can reuse that material. Completely doable. Next up, I have scraps of fabric. You can use scraps of fabric to loosely stitch them back together to make mock-up fabric or for pattern pieces. Um, and as Lester Candy had mentioned, the fabric recycling program, if your scraps are too small, check and see if there's a site recycling program near you that will accept the scraps as donations because a number of places will. Um, another thing that you can do if you're done with an older costume, pull off all the closures, the zippers, the snaps, the Velcro, the buttons, save them, save them to use on other costumes and the other garments. You can use it on whatever the next thing is. You can paint your zippers completely doable. I've done it multiple times. If you've got. Fabric such as this, where it's a little, you know, I got some pretty big swaths of blue in here. I could easily take apart most of this and refashion it to work on future petticoats, to work with bows or different accessories. I could easily reuse the materials on this for other accessories on a costume. Just think of different ways of just cutting out those pieces to make it fit for your next project. Speaking of reusing, boots and boot covers. Boot covers are amazing. I have one costume in particular that all utilizes one boot, but I have five different boot covers that go with it. So I can reuse the same boot over and over again. They're very comfortable. I really like these boots. I hope nothing bad ever happens to them. But with boot covers, it looks like a new pair every single time. And I love that. So boot covers. Great way of reusing your shoes. You don't have to buy a new pair every single time because while it's also very inexpensive, you know, you're having to spend so much more on materials and more materials and more materials for different and unique shoes every single time. And truthfully, like it's okay if your shoes are not 100 percent accurate. If you can wear that same pair for multiple outfits, it is a lifesaver. Same thing with gloves. It's surprising how a number of, especially with video game characters, like the gloves are usually pretty similar in style and shape. You can just turkey hand them, or buy a nice pair and just use it for multiple outfits. Done it multiple times. Totally thing you can do. Or if you need to make a new glowy orb for your staff, plastic Christmas ornaments are my go-to. The ones that twist and pull apart. I have used one orb for, like, three different costumes, (laughs) and I used to use them all the time for uh, the Sailor Scout, like, charms, because they have that weird big bulbous orb on their front chest bow. I never could figure out how to make that work without using up a lot of resin, which was ridiculous, and I was like, well, you can use the plastic. Now, I understand that plastic is not very biodegradable, obviously, not the best thing you can do with it, but because it's a material that you can reuse over and over again, make sure you reuse it. Put it in different aspects. Put it in different ways. I've used those orbs to build into armor pieces that were previously part of a Sailor Scout costume or they were a glowy orb on a staff. You can use them in different ways, and it's easy to pull apart the paint and repaint them. So that's what I have for reusing. We're going to jump into the recycling section, which is converting the costume and the materials into something that can be used again. That's the whole point of this. We want to recycle. So what do you do if you no longer want to keep your costume? You're done with it. You're ready to give it away. Well, that's what you can do. Give it away. Take it to a swap meet. We know that virtually every convention has one of these now. Well, I say virtually, at least the ones that are cosplay friendly have one of these now. Give your costume a new home and you don't throw it away because someone will want it. Even if you don't think anybody will touch it, somebody will take it, whether they use it exactly as it is or they take some of these recycling suggestions and pilfer it for new materials. Somebody will take it. I promise you this. Take your cosplay to a swap meet or as something as we mentioned before, you can donate your costume to a local theater group, donate it to a local fabric recycling center, because even if they can't use the costume in its current state, they can break it apart, take what they need and recycle it in their own way. Super helpful, very great, very easy, wonderful way of doing it. Another thing, and this is one that I have done multiple 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 times is because i love halloween and if you're looking for a way to dress up your dummies this year you can take an old costume tear it up a little bit throw some fake blood and some dirt on it and you have an outfit for your scary mannequin or scary dummy really simple really easy and if you store them in um airtight containers. I have a bunch of Rubbermaid bins for all of my Halloween props and decor. You can have that as something that can last for years and years and years without throwing it away. That's actually what we did when we were kids is instead of tossing out our costumes every year because we get the cheap junky ones from, you know, a party store, we just reused all that content to make funny scarecrows and dummies and we just dress them up a little bit differently every year so we can make sure that those costumes were used continually. And it made it more fun that way. It felt like we had more of a personal touch. Instead of just buying a pre-made dummy, we did it ourselves. It was more fun. And we, kind of, we were allowed to make them more themed. We had a pirate theme one year. We had a skeleton theme another year. It, it made it much more enjoyable for us and we felt more involved because they were our costumes. And the last thing that I have for recycling is if you've gotten to the point where you don't know what else to do with this costume, you don't think any theater group will want it, you don't think you can recycle it properly with like a fabric recycling center, you want to dispose this costume. Definitely check with your city and your county and see what the recycling pools are. Take your costume, break it apart. And recycle accordingly. Put the plastic pieces with the plastic section, put the fabric pieces in the right fabric area. Try as much as you can to recycle with your city and your county's rules. So that way it's disposed of properly. Definitely do not at least do your best to not send synthetic fabrics like this to the dumpster because it's just going to sit in a landfill forever. It will take forever and a day for it to finally, finally, finally biodegrade. If you send it to their proper recycling center, they will make sure that it is repurposed and reused correctly so you're reducing the waste. Things like cotton and silk with the natural fiber stuff, you have a little bit more leeway because it will eventually break down over time, but it's not always a guarantee. So check with your city, check with the county, recycle accordingly, break apart your costume. Yes, it hurts to break it apart. Yes, it hurts to throw something away. But make sure, make sure that you're doing it properly so you have a healthier, happier environment. And Luster Candy. Yes, um, definitely donate old costumes to local theater groups. I mentioned that earlier. Theater groups are a great way to give your old costumes to them, because even if they can't use this in its current form, they can probably take it apart and use a lot of the pieces for other costumes that either they are making or integrate it in different ways. Maybe it's the closures that they need. Maybe it's just certain pieces of the fabric. Theater groups are a great way of donating an old costume. So, yeah, that's all I have as far as suggestions is a lot of suggestions. (laughs) But it's helpful to know that you can cosplay any way that you want to and be thoughtful about the environment around you because our world is changing, we're changing, we're becoming more aware and more conscious of the things that we're doing, the things that we're not doing. For example, like I've completely converted away from single use bottles for my water. And certain little things like that are making us realize, oh, can we apply this to our crafting life? And absolutely, we can apply these type of recycling techniques to our crafting life. You do it your way. You can still have fun with it. But just something else to keep in the back of your mind of, yeah, I can I can reuse this. I can upcycle some stuff. I can thrift store a couple of things. I can make that happen. Some cities are still kind of new to the idea. I wouldn't be surprised if it was more of like an East Coast, West Coast thing and not really Middle America so much. Um, It also depends on the organization and the program, because the one that I've donated my time to Quilts of Valor, Really great group. Um, what they do is they make handmade quilts for soldiers returning overseas from whatever conflicts that they may happen to be in. Um, kind of giving them that, you know, a little bit of comfort of home and saying, hey, we still think about you. We still care. Here's something handmade with love. Um, they only accept cotton squares and they have to be at a certain dimensions, they won't accept anything else. So some places are gonna be really, really picky about it. But then there are others where they're just like, yeah, give us whatever you've got, we'll take them. (laughs) So you'll definitely have to do some research. Um, Couple of Google searches, make a couple of phone calls. There are a number of really good organizations out there that will take scraps. Or it doesn't hurt to just check with your theater group because sometimes theater groups will be like, oh, you have half thing of yarn. We don't know why we need it, but we need that. So we will take your half a thing of yarn. All right. So we've survived 30 minutes. Huzzah. There's very little editing that I need to do with this episode because YouTube is preventing me from doing editing. So, hey, we will go ahead and wrap up this episode of 194 of CosPod, the podcast for all things cosplay. If you need to contact for any reason whatsoever, whether it's to say hi or to leave a nice comment. Make sure you follow us on all of our social media, our Facebook, our Instagram, our Twitters, and our website. All of that greatness. So until next time, we should have an Amber with us. It will look probably really different on the screen while I try to adjust to our new YouTube settings. (laughs) We will see you all in episode 195. Have a wonderful evening and happy cosplaying.